0: welcome back to americanish my name is adela Kochav, and i'm mariam wava and we are the daughters of diaspora today we are so 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 lucky to be joined by the one and only alex media uh alex is a producer director videographer podcaster studio owner and apparently the mother of dragons let's go yeah let's Let's do it (laughs) (laughs) alex thank you so much for being with us we're so excited to have you
1: Uh, thank you for having me i'm absolutely honored
0: this is gonna be fun Um, okay we're gonna talk about everything so
1: I'm a wild Braced boy. Brace yourself.
0: Yeah, oh, we know. I'm a wild boy. No. Right?
1: I'm just letting you guys know, warning, I'm wild. Let's
0: okay, go. so um, I was telling Adela about you uh, earlier in the week, prepping for our recording session. I'm surprised and I was, I'm still here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still here if you told her about
0: me. But... Well, <laughs> well, I told the good stuff. We'll get, I mean, if we uh, do the bad stuff on camera, she can't run away. Ah, there we go. I'm also blindsided. Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. So um, I was telling her, you're half black, half Puerto Rican. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, he's a halfie like <laughs> just very, really like is. i'm supposed to know what a halfy is yeah. a halfy is a half of anything
2: so like <laughs> like even when it comes to the most homogenous communities right like i'm a Syrian Lebanese Jews we literally came from the same place. when my family was there there was no Syria or Lebanon it was all greater syria but still like if you're halabi or shami right if you're like beiruti it depends what mm-hmm. town you are in oh, saying so people yeah, <laughs>
1: never heard of i know it's not me was kind of fire but... so
2: like, literally my grandparents on both sides that of my family bad. are from different towns. In Syria, and we're Syrian Jews. There's not that many of us. Okay. And still, when you tell people, like, "Oh yeah, like my dad's like from you know this part, and my mom's from that part," they'll say, "Oh wow, unity marriage." And
0: it's like we're the same what? people, Even- right? It's really That's funny. Let me let, let me to a New Yorker. Like Please. somebody who's like from Bay Ridge is a completely different person than who's from like Williamsburg. Like that's what I would equate it to. Like, Except we're not. Okay. We're the but same. not really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know
2: what okay. I mean?
1: Okay. I get that. So I, get
0: that. I
2: use happy for anything. Like someone who's like half Latino, someone who's half Black, mm-hmm. someone who's half Asian, someone who's half Jewish. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're yeah. happy, you're happy. And I actually think <laughs> it's the best way to be because it means that you have two cultures to share in.
0: Yeah.
1: That's true. It okay. sounds derogatory, but I love it. But it's
2: not. We're happy. <laughs> we're happy. So we got we got two halves right here in one whole. So yeah, we're purebred.
0: Get, okay. get with it. <laughs> <yo>. get with <laughs> it I'm getting uh, there. I'm I'll be be happy soon um okay tell us a little bit about that so you grew up okay half black and half puerto rican yes. what's what's that like
1: so my mom's puerto rican my dad's black yep they my dad grew up in atlanta my mom was born in puerto rico but moved here as a new Yorker. uh she does speak spanish but didn't teach me so are I, you
0: bitter
2: about that
1: oh uh, yes very s- very much, so. much so.
2: you learn spanish with arabic really and it's, oh it's yeah.
1: See, Oh, I was in Israel and the food was amazing. So I woke Um <laughs> So, yeah, um, because of she didn't really hold on to too much of her Puerto Rican upbringing. Hmm. So, like, I pretty much just grew up American. Like, I was eating the uh, meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Like, it wasn't really, really like rice and beans every night. Like, yeah. So yeah i didn't really have the puerto rican experience except when i would go visit my family on my mom's side hmm. and then it was very puerto rican <laughs> like i mean like loud music <laughs> drinking salsa till like 6 a.m like it was very 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 puerto rican but uh yeah when i went home it was just typical american huh yeah.
0: well new york's like very Puerto Rican in certain areas. Yeah. You didn't kind of get a little bit of that infusion while being in New York, like growing up in New York?
1: Oh, well, I definitely pick up on everything. So yeah. it's like I I think what makes me a bit like well-rounded now is because I had that experience of like, I see a little bit of Puerto Rican. I see African-American. But then I also grew up in New York where it's like there's every culture here. So yeah. it's like it was really, I don't necessarily identify as, one particular thing. I'm a New Yorker. That's, that's the wow. closest thing I identify as. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What, what a thing to American ish of you <laughs> <laughs> roll credits. Um, uh, no, really. I, I, I think that's phenomenal. And especially living in New York, it's one of the things I never appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in New York, but the United States. Right. Cause I come from Mexico, right? Mexico is not very ethnically diverse. Yeah. So when we moved to the States and especially when I moved to New York, it's like, you realize like, Wow! Like this is cosmopolitan, metropolitan city. Like this is a city center where it's normal to see everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you realize in other countries it's just not like that. Yeah, it really isn't. It
1: really isn't.
2: And and, and it's weird because like um, no one knows what I am, right? Because I'm I'm very white passing. So I walk yeah. around. <laughs>
1: like and you, you said Mexico, I was like, where? Yeah,
2: <laughs> so you my sure? favorite. I'm like Mexico is City. <laughs> when people talk about me in Spanish, without knowing I speak Spanish, it's one of my favorite things ever. Because I'm kind of like you know hidden, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of like stealth. And I can like walk around, I can hear people, but then like it comes in handy, like actually like right today, earlier today we were prepping for this, we were like having um, a smoothie outside and like these two older women come and they're like, oh, do you know how to get to, uh, how can I get to Chelsea? And I'm like, "Oh." I'm going to hop in there. And we just start talking in Spanish. I'm pulling out my phone and I'm guiding them on how to take the subway. And these are older women. Yeah. And I don't know. It felt so nice that I could be a friendly face yeah, in no, the fine. city of New York and like, you know, bring the comfort of the language without them having to struggle through that. So I don't know. It was it's nice. I like I, I like being a stealth Hispanic.
1: And it's definitely a cheat code, especially in New York. Mm-hmm. Like if you interact, like say you're in any store or any restaurant, something like that. And like maybe let's say a restaurant and the service is not so great. And you happen to see someone Spanish. If you just start speaking Spanish. Oh, to them, yeah. Oh. Oh, man they start they give you the treatment mm-hmm. <laughs> like yep. it's, it's yep. Su- yeah. such yep. a good dude. i
0: speak to all the halal guys in arabic because yeah. i get free like falafel on the side uh, oh it's it's fantastic not. oh
1: see i they gotta bring you that. to halal guys. <laughs> 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 53rd and six. you're just that's gonna
0: show fire. up and yeah. you're gonna be like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah be like yo just do your thing right <laughs> <laughs> do your thing yo.
2: so wait, college, yeah you said that when you visit your family you were surrounded by all puerto ricans so where are they like are they in the u.s are they in puerto rico
1: So the majority of my mother's side of the family are in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, They came a little bit later than her. And then they all were in New York at one time. So that's why when I was a kid, I remember the family parties where it was just like so many of us. And I have like probably 50 cousins. It's because my grandparents had 11 kids. So it's crazy. Um, But then everybody just like dispersed. Mm -hmm. So like I have family all over the country at this point. Wow. Not too much left in New York. Actually I think everyone has moved out of New York at this point. Yeah. Oh
2: you're the anchor point. Yeah. (laughs) So I I have a lot of family around the world because my family left Syria and they went wherever they could. Mm -hmm. There's like that whole sob story. But I have family in Brazil, I have family in London, Monaco, and it's great because it means I can stay wherever I go. Exactly. That's (laughs) fine. Issue is how often do people go to like Brazil or Monaco? Not that often, right? So I like (laughs) I hit up like my aunt for like a favor once every three years, like, Hey, I'm gonna be in town. Can I like you know, cop a couch? But everyone's in New York always, Ooh. and I'm in New York. Oh man. Um, so it's it's fun, and I'm I'm basically an Amazon package mule. That's, <laughs> that's what I am. My house just fills up with packages. Like I go downstairs, and like they're always like Adela. Like the room is full of packages for you. I'm like literally not one of them is mine. Think. They think I have a problem. I probably do have a shopping problem, but like this was not me.
1: Yeah. What area in New York are you in?
2: Um, I live here in Manhattan. I live on 58.
1: Oh so right. nice. Like,
2: up. you just going to tell people where you live? Yeah. Damn. Come hang.
1: I mean, 58th is a long street. <laughs> 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 it's a long street. Yeah,
2: You're going know if <laughs> you I'm east, you're know going to know if yeah, yeah. I'm west. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I got to live in Manhattan, which is really great. But I went to NYU, so I lived downtown for uh, a couple of years, and that was a time. And then I moved uptown with the oldies too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Way mm-hmm. too soon. Is you
0: just old. returned from a world tour, as <laughs> it were. World <laughs> world tour. Tell us about it.
1: Um, so we, so I work with Andrew Schultz, if you guys aren't familiar with, um, he's crazy. He's a, he's a very funny guy, but he's a little crazy. And so out of nowhere, he gets booked for a movie in London. And then he's like, Hey guys, let's just go overseas and film some podcasts."
2: I was in London too. <laughs> Third city. Anyway, continue.
1: While I was there, I went to Israel. I'm mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had an amazing time. Yeah. Uh London for a week and a half and then I did uh Paris for about a week. Yeah.
2: And Barcelona. I, I'm keeping track of your trip. Oh, but the
1: Barcelona, that happened before
0: oh. this mm. trip. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Got was it. it mainly pleasure or business where you have a... Which one?
1: Barcelona or... All of it. <laughs> uh, only London was business because okay. we did, like, a bunch of podcasts. Like, yeah. we got, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of big guys out there in the UK and... Um, but all the other places was just, like, fun. That's and, like, awesome. thankfully, my business partner here for uh, WTF media studios uh wheezy she was out there already Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i just like linked up with her and it was amazing like we just got to hang (laughs) in europe and it wasn't planned at all
2: so wait was this your first time in israel yes it was okay is it a bizarre country that's just bizarre i don't
1: like i wouldn't say bizarre because so i go to tel aviv Mm -hmm. and they kind of love me over there yeah (laughs) like (laughs) so uh, i go out with wheezy and we're going out to this club, everybody told us to go to the club. I forgot the name of the club, but it's a huge line. And then we just walked up. They look how we're dressed, I assume they understand we're American, and let us write it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't pay, we didn't do anything. They didn't know us. I think it was just the cachet of being black and American that they were like, "Hey, we want cool people at their club." so they kind of so I like that. Um, a few people like spoke to us randomly, mm-hmm. and were really nice. And then, the two highlights of the trip were. So Weezy has family in Israel, and Mm -hmm. so we hung out with the family. They had like a big like Thanksgiving dinner for us. So like it was fucking amazing. Like it it was, the food was amazing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I gave you guys that. You guys know (laughs) you you know how to season. Good job. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) You know how to do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Good job. It's not even
2: blaming me. I I was slightly north of there. I was I was up there in Syria, but I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) claim this.
1: So during the civil rights movement here in America, there was a big group of black people who wanted to leave America because of the treatment and go back to our homeland. Mm -hmm. So they did that. It was about ten thousand people. actually left america during that time went back to africa and then and i'm going to get this wrong but through the bible they were part of the 13 tribes Mm traced their roots back to israel so a section of that group actually went to israel Mm -hmm. so there is a town in israel that has african american people who sound like me (laughs) who yeah uh, speak english but they also speak hebrew they were like the next generation was born there and all this and so we met one of them Mm. such a cool experience
0: yeah such
1: an amazing experience because now it's like hey there's no language barrier uh he understands american culture but he also rarely understands like how Mm -hmm. things happen in israel so he took us around we went to uh, the west wall western wall um and then the day after we left there was some bombings there so it's like you know kind of came through and disrupted things (laughs) but you know yeah it was it was just it was great because I was only there for 24 hours Weezy was there for a couple days so to have to meet him and have that experience for me it was like amazing like I really got a lot out of that trip
0: yeah Yeah. Israel trips particularly are often very profound and I help lead some trips to Israel and we try to tell a story about the region and the country through these trips and it's you get to meet really weird people. And I, I say weird <laughs> in a good way. Like, I love weird. Give me oh, weird all me day. Too. Yeah. You can see me. I'm- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. yeah. And every time I go, I try to meet, like, a community that lives there that doesn't, your mind doesn't think of when you think of Israel. Yeah. Like, there's Druze. There's Arab Christians. There's Lebanese. Like, there's a bunch of weirdos. And I did not know about this weirdo. Yeah. And next time I'm there, I'm going to hit him Yeah. Up. And yeah. They,
1: they have, like, a, bir- I think their community is, like, 6,000. Wow. I forgot the name of the town that they're all, but they're still in that same town. It's, yeah. like, pretty amazing.
2: That's so
0: profound. Yeah. That's also awesome. African
1: Americans cool. in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fire. Yeah. It's,
2: pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, it's crazy, because, like, I've been to Israel a ton of times, and I've never heard of this, so I definitely have to check it out next time yeah. I'm in town.
1: Yeah. And, like, at first, uh, he got a little bit offended, because I was like, oh, you're, like, the uh, the African Hebrew Israelites that we see oh. on, like, Times Square that like yeah. yell at everybody yeah. he, was like, he was like no <laughs> like, he, he like despises those people because it's like it, so many people try to connect them with that and he's like they're weird, they're not that
0: yeah, yeah it's it a, again a bunch of weirdos and yeah. weird in their own little ways yeah. um okay so you talked about your business partner Weezy who was yep. on our show a few weeks ago and yep. she was absolutely incredible to talk to mm-hmm. um tell us about how this came to be
1: uh the studio yeah okay so this happened during the pandemic um, so like I mentioned Andrew before, I used to travel with him oh, on tour all the time. I would film his tours. I would edit his tours, like all that, all that. And so when the pandemic happened, it slowed us down. I was home and I'm I'm used to just working a lot. Like I, I like to work. And, um, I had this idea for a studio for a while, but I wasn't sure if I was able to execute. And I was like nervous about like taking that risk because it's like, it's, a big feat yeah. it's like it's getting a space it's buying a bunch of equipment it's hopefully people like it and comment. And, like it's a big feat and one day we were at the beach and this is still 2020 i tell her about the idea she's like this is amazing so like she gives me the mm-hmm. the courage to do it and i'm like well what would be even more amazing is if you did it with me and so yeah like <laughs> i, I convinced her to do it with me um And we make such the perfect pairing because me, my comfort zone is producing. Mm -hmm. I I, I love cameras. I love editing. I love making a story but not being responsible for like in front of the camera, like delivering that story. Mm -hmm. But like I can really help mesh like as a director, like I, I can bring a story to light. And so she is the opposite of me she knows nothing about equipment <laughs> you know nothing about production but she is a wizard in terms of like her personality her persona like uh being in front of the camera and i'm like yeah we make the perfect pairing we're already like best of friends and it's like let's just do this and it really worked yeah yeah like to this day like i wake up pinch myself sometimes and i was like oh shit this shit is like
0: This shit is
1: happening, like like it's good. And what makes it even more rewarding is that like um, having people that work at the studio that like they're not they're not your employee, they're like your friend employee kind of. And it's to be able to like provide for them, and then you see the things that are happening in their lives. It's so oh my god, dude! I I might cry right now. It's so (laughs) so fucking. You know
2: what? I realized. You and Weezy, you know what you both are? You're both halfies. And you're <laughs> halfies of each other's hole. Yeah.
0: Literally. Because you guys both have the same love for the studio. And I love that. And it's it's so crazy. We were just telling Brianda something profound that Weezy said when she was here. And mm-hmm. she said, like, the feeling she gets knowing other people can pay their rent because of oh, her
2: okay.
0: is the best feeling yeah. she ever gets. I was like, how selfless is that for you to, all you want out of this world is to provide for others. Yeah. And they're not family, they're not related, yeah, there's nothing there.
1: Especially for me, like, I grew up poor, so, like, I'm f- far from being rich, but it's, like, to be able to help other people, mm-hmm. like, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the
1: best. That's the most rewarding thing. Like, I don't need fucking money. Like, let's us build something amazing together. Yeah. Like, that shit is, uh, I'm about to cry. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you
0: guys talk for you. Um, That's really, really awesome. Okay, and the from what i can see from what the our world outside world can see the studio just took off and you guys were like moving and shaking yeah. immediately is that the truth was there a time where you guys were struggling to get people in here
1: <laughs> um, yeah so the stu- it took off but there were just so many like um, instances of things we weren't prepared for hmm. you know so it's like is the first time, like we didn't have any roadmap. We didn't have anybody helping us out. So it was just like, hey, how do we handle two people trying to book at the same time? And like this person's like a VIP client, but this person is like a client that is, they book with us regularly. And then it, it just like so many like little stupid things that happen. but at the same time, it's just like, how do we manage to please everybody? Mm-hmm. Because like when you're in the service industry, you have to please everybody. Like you, you can't upset people. So we had some like rough times. There were there were a few times where it's like ah, uh, you know, bookings are a little bit low. Let's come out of our pockets to uh, keep things going. But thankfully, um, things picked up quickly. We were able to get a second space. Yeah, congratulations. Um, the second space is doing well. Now we even expanded. Now we have our LA studio, and it's like that's doing pretty well so it's like I'm just thankful to God every single day man like <laughs> like it, it feels like this is not supposed to happen but I hope I'm doing something right yeah. you guys
0: are absolutely killing it and like just the way that your staff I, I it's weird to even call him your staff because so,
1: like, yeah, your I know. Holly,
0: <laughs> it's so know. it's <laughs> uh, yeah. Colleagues. Yeah. Like,
1: shout out to Wolf right yeah. now. Wolf is the engineer right Woo. now. And I love this man. <laughs> like, I, abso- I absolutely I absolutely love, love this man. Fingers. Like, he's such a good soul. Yeah. And it's like the way that I hire. And it's so funny. It's like there's no necessarily interview. It's kind of like I talk to you. I feel out your energy.
2: Yeah. you're high yeah. like
1: i don't know what the fuck he did prior to here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what he did prior to here. but yeah. i was just like yo you're interested in this you have really good energy and i think you can bring something to there boom and that's how i've hired everybody
0: yeah
1: and it's worked out that that's way so well, i'm just i just go off energy and it's like nah,
0: every it's time worked. we come into the studio we record we like we start a conversation with Wolf and yeah. then we realize it's like 45 minutes into yeah, studio right? time. <laughs> He's like, an guys, amazing gotta... <laughs>
1: person. Wolf is an amazing person, man. Yeah. Like yeah. and the whole staff to have him. the whole staff is amazing. Yeah. Like everyone on it's staff You is like amazing.
0: that. Well, I don't even know if it's luck. It's like intention you put that shit out there and it comes right back at yeah. you
1: and i think it's just different from like corporate america like corporate america is just like ah we have to act like this and yeah. um um, you have to have a resume that says this and i'm like fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. like sorry i don't know if i can curse can i, I, I
0: curse you? yeah you, oh
1: yeah like, i'm
2: in law school now and like now they tell you things like after you have an interview don't send a thank you email because thank you emails look desperate <laughs> and what and, and then i was sitting there and i was like back in the day they used to tell you to have a thank you email drafted for every single interview and now they're telling you not to send so it. The Expl-
1: rules always change.
2: The rules always Fuck change. Fuck corporate America. And it's yeah. terrible. And, then, uh, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Like I went in um, for, I'm, I'm starting a new legal internship and it was my first day and I didn't want to come in like you hear those corporate horror stories of the kid that came in with like this super expensive suit and then someone like clipped his Ferragamo tie like to show him like you're an intern, right? I've never
1: heard that story okay. but you just them the time. face <laughs> They tell <laughs> right? them to me all the
2: time so like I didn't want to show up in like an indigo suit like full indigo suit so I, i ended up wearing something relatively casual and then when they were taking my picture they stood outside they're like this isn't business enough. And I, I felt so yucky. And Ugh. I was like, we had to borrow a blazer from some older woman I've Man, never met to take out. my picture. And it, it felt like I'm a very professional person. I don't know if you could tell, but I have a lot of blazers. <laughs> 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 I love I blazers. You got like
1: four sitting in the yeah, corner know, right now just, just in case. there, the outfit
2: changes. You never know when you need another <laughs> yeah, blazer. And I, like I love that. blazers. And then suddenly I show up into this world that's like corporate on steroids because it's law. And it's so structured. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, like I'm not rethinking my career path. I love what I do. And I want to be a lawyer. And I'm going to change <laughs> the world through the law. Yes. But <laughs> I look at people who actually love their jobs. Uh, and it's like, there's hope out there. Yeah. And I hope oh, that absolutely. I love my job one day as much as, like, everyone who walks into this office feels.
1: Ah, uh, yes. that That is one thing. And I know I'm blessed for that. Like, most mm-hmm. people don't love their job. And with me, it's almost like I live, like, multiple lives. Like, if I tell you the amount of jobs I've had, I've worked in, like, telemarketing sales. Um, I was in um, healthcare. care. I was doing like medical coding. Then I went to nursing school, graduated nursing school. I was about to be a nurse. And then I was like, ah, nursing didn't feel right for me. So then I became I went into law enforcement. And so I was a cop for a few years. No and, and then like all the while, like editing was just like a hobby. Yeah. Like I never even looked at it as a job. And then I got good at it. And people started hit me up. And it was like, yeah, we want you to work like we we want you we want to hire you as an editor i'm like hire me like what do you mean like i'll do it for free like (laughs) and at the at the beginning i was like doing a lot of free work just because i enjoyed it yeah and then it's like it went from a place of like oh you're so good at this like we we have a position for you and i was like oh something clicked in my head i was like all right fuck that corporate shit like uh, let me do something that i already enjoy doing that it's something that i'm willing to do for free now i'm getting paid to do it Mm -hmm. so it's like ah. Like, I know I'm blessed and I just hope to spread that. And like, I want to give opportunities like a lot of the people who work here, they have interest in like, you know, writing and producing and things like that. And if I have connections to any people, I definitely give it Hmm. to them and like try to help them cultivate their dreams. Yeah, because I'm like living mine right now. (laughs)
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think the hopping from career to career was? Were you trying to figure it out? Did you not know what you wanted to do? It just didn't feel right. Yeah.
1: I'm the type of person, I'm a little weird, like where it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm impulsive. So it's like if something doesn't feel right, like I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to my gut and it's like, that's what it is. Like nursing. Imagine going through nursing school, all the grueling studying and everything. Graduating. Passing the NCLEX, studying for the NCLEX and not working a day as a nurse just because it didn't feel right. And I was like, I don't want to be a shitty ass nurse because I've seen shitty ass nurses. And Mm -hmm. imagine me being the shitty nurse taking care of your family member. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fucked up. And so it's like, I'm not going to do it for the check. Like, I'd rather just find something else. And it's like, I just got fortunate enough to the next job I did. It was enough to just like pay the bills or whatever the case is. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just. I didn't stop until things felt right, and now this feels right. Are you religious? I would say, um, the if cliche. If you say
0: spiritual, I swear to God, I was gonna say the cliche answer,
1: <laughs> but because it's like I didn't grow up in like religion. As uh, my mom's Puerto Rican, so I was forced to be Catholic when I was younger. But then, like, you know, you grow out of it. <laughs> Not grow out of it, but you, <laughs> you just see like the hypocrisy in some of you know religion, and so I do believe in God. But I don't practice any religion. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you talk to him or her, yeah, I pray. whoever you want to? Yeah, yeah, pray. Yeah, okay. I do pray. Hmm.
1: And that's something... Um, I have a reminder on my phone every single day to remind me to pray. Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah. That is so interesting. So you don't subscribe to any particular no. church? No. I don't
1: phenomenon. know who I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, he just
0: vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. Was just, I was just talking, to, him, right? I was just
1: talking to the universe, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> listen to it.
0: Well, if you ever want to
2: choose an Abrahamic faith, um, not that you know, <laughs> but we have less characters to keep track of, right? Like I mean, we it's don't have the New Testament, we don't have the Quran. Oh, st- so like, we're oh just, my God, we're just don't the do one this. Book. I'm just saying, lot. like, if you're gonna pick one, like, this is like the Less characters, less characters. We got I really mean, pretty <laughs>
0: pictures. I portraits. They do have <laughs> icons. Pictures. They're
2: pretty. We have <laughs> a lot of <laughs> colors. We, we can we can give you guilt. We have Jewish guilt. We can we can give that. I too. mean. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm one of every, we're every like, religion. I, I'm one of every religion. Like,
2: that, that's the Middle Eastern in both of us coming out right now. <laughs> like, I'll give you shawarma. Come to my <laughs> I learned, um, we talked about this with Weezy. Oh, you'll get me with food. <laughs> my, my Persian friends talk about this concept called tarofing, which is like when you both like to try to fight to one-up each other. It's like old Persian men that want to pay the bill. That's yeah, tarofing, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. We're tarofing you right now. Oh, we're, like, okay. we're, we're, we're trying to like heckle trying to you You should take advantage mm, of this. I yeah, mean, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what (laughs) She she can give you, uh, you know, halal cards, but I can give you good service at restaurants. So that's that's what we've got. That's what you're fighting with. Oh, man. What can you want up
0: Oh, man. You like pyramids? Uh, We got pyramids. (laughs) 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 We built them. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It's debatable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's debatable, but I mean, I think we built them, but it's fine. I'll let you take credit for it.
2: That is... I'm like, just this is saying. phenomenal. <laughs> so, you that. could take
0: pyramids from me. <laughs> so what? <the> heck? <laughs> have you no. been to Egypt?
1: I have not. Okay, I would love to go though. I
0: so Andrew talks mad shit about. Yeah, Egypt.
1: he did shit on it and like. Because he didn't now. go with an
0: Egyptian. Like, what are you doing, going with a tour <laughs> nah, guide? Mean, this is whatever. I'm, I, I'm not mad about it. It, it sounds I,
1: like you. are <laughs> a little butthurt. Yeah.
0: Also, the so a lot of people talk about Egyptian cuisine in a negative way, mm-hmm. because Egypt doesn't have a restaurant culture. Like going out to eat is not part of life. Mm-hmm. People don't go out to culture. eat. Cafe culture. Cafe culture, coffee yeah. culture, hookah culture for sure. Love that. But generally people don't, like you don't go with your family out to eat because your grandma could chef it up way better than any restaurant.
1: Got you. So, so if you so want the good stuff, go to some. Go
0: to people's houses and literally just know a guy who knows a guy and they'll take you to people's houses and you can eat like some of the best food you've ever had in your life. Okay. Yeah. So that's Egypt. We'll go to Egypt together. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: down. Like I'm down for all experiences in life. Yeah, I'm actually going to Burning Man. Have you guys ever been? No. Have you heard about
2: it? I've heard so much.
1: Okay, so I've, I've been once before. Wow. And it was an experience that changed my life. So, growing up in New York, you grow up as a cynic. Everybody's kind of like they want something from you or you feel like they want something from you. Like you always just have your guard up like here in New York. And it's like um, in general, I think most people are innate selfish and we're not like giving first. We don't look to give first. We look to like, Hey, let me make sure I'm good. And then I'm willing to give burning man. Is that flipped? So it's like, just imagine that flipped. It's like, People are stripped. Uh, there's no money, so it's like you don't. You can't buy anything. Money's removed from it. Um, it's self uh, radical self reliance. Hmm. So it's like you bring what you need, and then also this is like a given culture. So it's like, hey, if you want to bring extra, if you want to give things out, like it, it's it's promoted, but it's not like mandatory. So it's like yeah. imagine going to some place. It almost sounds like utopia where it's like yeah. you go to a place on some hippie shit and everybody just peace, love. Hey, you need water. Hey, I have some AC in my RV. You want to just lay down? You look a little hot. Like it's just mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's it gives you well, it gave me a like um a sense of like, oh, humans can be good if given the right environment Hmm. and it's like it's something i wish everyone in the world get to experience at least one time because it's like it's something that's it's not sustainable imagine like we just remove money and people are just like hey you need something i give it to you like eventually like greed and stuff it's going to come into play yeah but during that one week there these are rules that everyone adopts everyone and i'm telling you there are people that have very little, and then there's billionaires that go to this thing, but we all live the same way. Mm-hmm. You can go in anybody's camp. like there's like a camp that's like a ditty and other people have. It's like you can just walk in the camp. Like they I can't thought it was say a music anything festival, am I I mean, they have music going on as well, oh. but y- there's so many people there that it's just like everyone has their own little camp, but it's all so inviting, so it's like you mm-hmm. can't like not let someone walk into your camp um uh they encourage you to like be giving and like it's just i don't know i I feel like i'm not doing it justice no (laughs) it sounds
0: it sounds like utopian
1: but at the same time granted don't get me wrong the things you've probably heard yes there's a lot of music there's a lot of drugs i
2: heard it's an orgy no okay no 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 (laughs)
1: like far from that there's an orgy camp Oh, got it. So it's like anything you're looking for, they have that. They mm. have a yoga camp. They have an orgy camp. They have like a, a poetry camp. They have a, a rollerblading camp. Like, mm. And then people go there like weeks ahead and make these crazy art installations where mm. it's like, imagine this is a desert. There's nothing there. People build a city. We're there. We live there for one week. And then the city is gone. Like everything is removed. There's not a single ounce of garbage left in this city. It's fucking amazing. Wow. But it's really like, I think, um, yeah, like it sucks that you feel that it's an orgy. like (laughs) Because it's like, it's so far from what it really is. It's really just like, it's kind of like utopia on earth for one week.
0: Was there a moment that stood out to you from the last time you attended?
1: So I'll I'll give you my experience. When I first got there, um, so it was me and Andrew, we were driving about 16 hours from Salt Lake City in an RV and when we finally get in, um, Andrew had gone prior. This was my first time. Like, a guy comes, a welcome guy. He comes, and uh, Andrew's like, hey, this is first time. He asked me to come off the off the RV. And he's like, hey, lay on the ground. So he lays on the ground with me, and we're making uh, sand angels. You know, like a snow angel, but yeah. we make like, sand angels. He's like, hey, brother, you're here. You're going to get dusty. That's just what it is. But we're we're going to experience this together he gives me a big ass hug and he's like welcome home have an amazing bird like that was the experience the welcome Mm. this guy i don't know from anything and then later that day we uh, set up our campsite and we were there with a few friends there's this cool um art installation a guy he made like a giant wheel that he's able to control in the middle of it and it like it stays upright i don't know how he did it so he's riding by, he stops in front of our camp, we're talking to him for a while, and he happens to be like um, an occupational therapist, or I maybe mean, not, maybe a physical therapist, or whatever. And he saw me walking, and he's like, hey, it looks like you have a bit, a bit of a gait in your right foot or whatever. And he's like, let me take a look at that. And so he's like having me do a few stretches, da 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 And then like, next thing you know, this guy is like massaging my foot, like trying to fix the thing that's wrong with me. And this guy, like, I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. but he's like, hey, I have a gift of healing injuries. You look like you have an injury, and I just want to help you. Wow. Like, that's what Burning Man is.
2: Wow. So that sounds that. really incredible. It's
1: really that. So,
2: you went before COVID
1: yes i went in uh, 2018.
2: 2018. so do you think it'll be any different now do you think people i think are gonna it's going to be guarded? bigger
1: than ever because really? it's like they didn't get to have it for two years yeah mm-hmm. so it's like everyone who misses that experience because it's really one of those things it's like mm-hmm. so you get in that mind spirit of like uh giving and then when you get back to real life you're it like lingers for a little bit mm-hmm. like i'm probably the best person the week after COVID. I mean, the week after, uh, the week Burning, after Man. Burning Man. Yeah. Yeah. The best person. I'm just like anybody around me, I'm just like, hey, you need anything? Like, it just, because it um, just, it what, rubs what, it off. What's on the
2: you. date of Burning Man again? So I can put this on <laughs> <in> the calendar. <week laughs> <out>. We'll come <laughs> in the week after. It
1: happens. <laughs> it starts on the 28th of August and it lasts till Labor Day.
2: Okay, wonderful. We're, we're going to grab a coffee probably around
0: the week after. <laughs> oh, <Labor Day>. yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to have a time.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you, like, I'll have a bit of a different demeanor to me.
2: Wow,
0: because huh.
1: it's one of those things. It just it fills you up.
2: No, yeah, and especially wow. going from yeah. that to New York City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's not even like you're going like to like New Jersey. Like yeah. you're coming here. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you come back right yeah. into the wolves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Like it's know, so crazy to see like New Yorker reactions yeah. too. Because I've, you're you're way nicer than I am on the street. Mm-hmm. We were sitting down at a cafe nearby, kind of prepping for today. And I don't know why people kept coming up to us yeah. to ask for directions. Like mm-hmm. I have my mean mug on if I'm sitting somewhere in New oh, York. You like
1: you're staying a bitch face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> don't talk to me. I don't
0: care what you need. <laughs> and they kept coming up to Adela because she was just like smiling at everybody that walked by. They kept giving people directions, and the more directions you give, the more directions. More other people, people kept coming them. up. Okay. I'm like the guru <laughs> for New
2: York tourist
0: not tourist you you let me know i'll tell you what subway line <laughs> and when she <laughs> gives directions it it's not like oh walk down to whatever 57 no, she, gives detail, she like, pulled out her phone was 57. turning the map around like and i was showing them yeah it was yeah. incredible I was you just have sitting.
1: something to learn yo <laughs> yeah well like.
2: actually it was funny um because I, I used to intern um when i was in high school here in new york so i would yeah. take the train and then i would take the subway and i was always so excited and about like my fourth year into living in new york so mm-hmm. i've been like i'd been interning in the City and like I'd been living in the city. I'd been going to college in the city, and I was walking around, and some guy just yells at me. He was like saying on a corner, and he's like, "You're not from here." And usually people don't engage, and I was like, "Yeah, I am." And he goes. You look up. I'm like, wait. he's like, you look at buildings. I'm like, yeah, it's nice architecture. <laughs> like, I didn't oh. understand I'm supposed to look down or yeah, forward, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I still look up. I think it's a nice thing. So maybe, you know, you, you gave 10 years, you said is what makes you a New Yorker. I'm yeah. seven in, so I have three more yeah, years until I start looking up. forward. Cause is I was
1: I told seven? that every time I went to like pretty much every city that I went to in Europe, they told me that they're like, don't look up. You look up, then the pickpockets know yeah. you're not yeah. from here, and then they target
2: mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. It wow. is like, me- it's lucky that women's pants don't have pockets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lucky. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, no. Come I know. I've got like a
1: thousand pockets <laughs> on me.
2: <Yeah. laughs> hey, I think you actually have like, three pockets on you, four pockets.
1: Yeah, yeah oh. I'm a target right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just don't uh, wear those pants
0: after burning man yeah no oh man oh. <laughs> um okay we're gonna do some new york questions okay so favorite slice
2: Ooh,
1: shit a place that closed down it was on second ave between first and second mm. i think it was the best slice in the city it was a very small thing next to a concert venue i can't recall the name uh-huh. but it is now closed
0: after wow COVID,
1: unfortunately damn it was my favorite slice okay so,
0: yeah. do you fold pizza or
2: do you eat it straight straight mm, me too straight
1: yeah. yeah i don't do that folding shit <laughs>
2: what do you mean like <laughs> because
1: you fold it so now you're get, like you're just getting the bottom of like straight into your mouth like you just get the bottom of the pizza you don't get any cheese really until you start biting and going through it
0: mm. like I yeah just but wanna... every piece has a, every bite is a different texture no no but it also Chill. feels like less <laughs> yeah i agree i, I eat
2: it people are like new yorkers fold their pizza i'm like and i'm not a new yorker yeah no.
1: at <laughs> least i don't use like a fork and knife oh but. my <laughs> god uh, other question. like bloomberg do you
2: bloomberg. take a napkin and do you like oh. take the oil off because i know people that do that we're not, personally, not napkin you're, and they take the oil you're eating
1: pizza like yeah. you're eating pizza like you're gonna take off what 10 calories like <laughs> fucking pizza, bro. Like enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Um bagels. Yes.
1: Bagels, ugh, I love them, but they're just so heavy carbs and <laughs> Oh my God. I try to I mean, watch
2: You could take like, a napkin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I remember one time, I t- and I was ashamed of myself. One time, I got a, um, I got a bagel, and I did the thing where you like pull all the, uh, like pretty much pull all the bread out of the bagel. Oh, you just left like, a, like guts. yeah, you yeah, take the guts out, and I'm like, the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, so
0: one
1: I'm time- like, if I'm gonna eat a bagel, eat a fucking bagel.
0: Right? <laughs> I took the guts out, put them to the side, finished my bagel, and you then ate it. guts. <laughs> was yeah, the point. like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we gotta indulge everyone. Tonight. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, coffee, coffee, and uh, then one more for you, and then we'll. So,
1: uh, wait, you're asking me my favorite coffee spot? Yeah,
0: favorite yeah. coffee spot.
1: Um, so I make the best coffee. Ah,
2: French I have whoa. No,
1: no, no. I have like one of those like just real espresso machines in the house. Like I have to grind the beans, pack it in the thing, turn it, it. Does it drip down? I do. Yeah. yeah. You're
2: wearing a beret. I don't know why. I'm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, this is like, so, and this is one of the Puerto Rican things. (laughs) I grew up like, so when my grandparents would watch me from my mom's side, I'm like five, six years old and my grandfather is giving me coffee with bread. That was like my snack. So it's like coffee has been something in my life for as long as I can remember. And so I just love coffee so much that I do appreciate it that I'm going to give the time to making that cup of coffee. Do
0: you do the bread like dipped in the coffee? Yeah. Because Egyptians do that. Yes.
1: Mm. So it's like I do coffee, Yeah. dip the bread in it. With
0: a little bit of milk sometimes. Yeah, a that's little like
1: milk and sugar, yeah. That's yeah. breakfast. Oh, coffee con leche. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, this is going to be a hard question, Uh-oh. so brace yourself. What's the thing that you gatekeep in New York that you will no longer gatekeep?
1: Oh... And gatekeep from who? Non-New Yorkers? Yeah,
0: from whoever. Like, you don't want it to get too...
1: Ooh, this is a good-ass question.
0: You can plead the fifth if you want. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. I'm in
2: law school. You, you can <laughs> plead the fifth.
1: Okay. So, and it's so funny. A Another one of the WTF family members, his name is Dave. He, I actually uh. met him at a bar. It, it's called I can't Bunton. say oh, man, <laughs> man. now people are going to go to it. It's already pretty popular. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. So like I met him at Bunton's and I just love Bunton's because one, um, the owner is from Brooklyn, lives in Brooklyn. It's like, it has like a, just a feel of just like, Hey, we're not necessarily just trying to make money. We just want to give a, a, a good experience for a bar, have a good time. And it's, it's, I never have a bad time anytime that I go there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I don't tell people about unless you're very close to me. Because mm. I don't want transplants going to. Yeah. Sorry yeah <laughs> three more years like three in three more years, more years you go <laughs> yeah. but right now you can't go i'll, to buy. I'll
0: wait a calendar yeah. ripping the pages yeah. <laughs> ripping the pages. but
1: no that's like one of my favorite places to go because i don't go out too much like i'm always working but when i do go out in new york like yeah. that's one of my spots that i go that's
0: to. A, and it's in a neighborhood that like if you're not a new yorker you're not going to exactly that neighborhood. that's why I, like I love that. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay did I miss anything? No, I think that's it. That was great. Thank oh, you so wow. much for joining us, Alex. Did I, did I do good? Oh this my was god. Phenomenal.
1: Ah. This is great. We yeah, could go that. for like another hour, yeah. but <laughs> let's get out of here. Awesome.
0: Um, thank you so much for joining us. It was really a pleasure, and we'll see you guys next week.
1: Peace.